This is Pet Life Radio. Let's talk pets. Welcome to ER Vet on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Dr. Justine Lee, and I'm a board-certified emergency critical care specialist and toxicologist. Today, we're going to be talking about winter safety tips. We'll be right back after these messages. If you've ever shared your home and heart with a charmingly naughty animal who's always up to mischief, you'll fall in love with the Klepto Kitty who stars in Talk to the Paw by Melinda Metz. Talk to the Paw is a funny, heartwarming novel about a single girl, a single guy, and MacGyver, an adorable tabby cat with a not-so-adorable habit of stealing from the neighbors. Talk to the Paw is on sale now everywhere books are sold. Visit kensingtonbooks.com for more info. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. ER Vet on Pet Life Radio. Today, we're going to be talking about winter safety tips. So thank you for joining us. The whole nation is being affected by cold, blizzardy weather right now. And so it's really important that we think about our two-legged and four-legged pets or family members when it comes to winter safety tips. Now, I should disclose that I'm based out of Minnesota, and it's about negative 15 degrees outside right now. So really important that people keep their dogs and cats safe. Let's start with cats first. When it comes to cats, they don't want to walk on snow or ice. So my general rule is if you let your cat outside, please do so during the spring, summer, and fall, but not during the winter. They aren't going to be warm enough outside. Now, sometimes people will see feral cats that are outside, and I know people oftentimes will create little shelters for them. But for your own pet, please ideally keep them inside during the winter. When it comes to dogs, there are some dogs that live outdoors all year round. And while I don't do that with my own dog, he actually sleeps in our bed with us. It is important that if you do keep your dog outside, that they have good shelter. And what I mean by that is ideally a warm place to go to. So a heated garage or some type of dog house that has straw or ample blankets that's protected from the weather. In other words, it's out of the wind, it's completely water waterproof and that it's going to be dry inside. The other important consideration is if you have a dog that's outside all the time or even horses or goats, you have to make sure that they always have access to water. Now in really cold weather, that water bowl is going to freeze. And I've actually seen some dogs come into the emergency room with a life-threateningly high sodium level because they haven't had any access to water because their water bowl froze. So you can purchase automatic water bowls that do have a heater inside. So really important that you make sure that your dog or any pet has access to water during the winter. A couple of other important winter safety tips include making sure that your outdoor dog has a coat on. In other words, 
if it has a really thin hair coat, like a German short hair pointer or a greyhound, they oftentimes don't have a thick enough coat to be outside. So again, really important that you have appropriate shelter for them. The last important part to consider is if you're even thinking about making your dog an outdoor dog, is that you make sure that they're healthy because there are certain medical conditions like an underactive thyroid gland or what we call hypothyroidism that makes it really difficult for a dog to be able to regulate their metabolism and they can get extremely hypothermic where their body temperature is less than 99 degrees when they have this thyroid problem. So what are some signs of an underactive thyroid gland or hypothyroidism? It's usually excessive weight gain, a really pot belly appearance, a really sparse or thin hair coat. So if you notice any of those signs, get to your vet right away to check a thyroid level in your dog. What about some other winter safety tips? Now, I know my dog pretty well, and even though he loves to go for walks, he does not like walking outside without booties on when it's less than 15 degrees Fahrenheit. He will start to pick up his paws because he starts to get snow crystals stuck between his paw pads. And so in this scenario, I usually recommend investing in a good, sturdy pair of dog booties. This is important because if you live in an area where there's really cold weather, your dog doesn't want to walk outside when there's a lot of snow and ice and when it's really frigid. Now, you do have to get your dog used to walking in these booties. They'll usually lift their legs really high and they look really awkward. But I promise you, once you get them used to it and they know they're going for a walk, they will actually enjoy having it put on because they know they're going to be rewarded with a walk outside. So make sure to use those booties. And my general rule is if it's less than 15 to 20 degrees, your dog ideally needs booties on their paws. The other important consideration is like I mentioned before, if you're taking your dog for your walk and it's really cold out, again, my cutoff is less than 15 degrees or 20 degrees, they need a jacket too. Now, a big, hairy, furry dog like a Newfoundland absolutely doesn't need it. They have a really thick coat, but a dog with a really thin hair coat, like a greyhound or even an Italian greyhound, smaller dogs like chihuahuas, ideally, please put a coat on them. You want to make sure that it's a coat that's snug, but not too tight, but also snug enough where if it's a male dog, they're not going to urinate on it because that can freeze. So make sure to invest in a good solid coat for your dog, especially if they have short hair. We'll take a short break and then we'll continue right back after these messages. Not pumped about cleaning the litter box? Try World's Best Cat Litter Zero Mess, the litter that gives you two times better clumping and more odor control with less litter. That's right. You scoop once and you're done. No chiseling, no scraping, no crumbling, no problem. Looking for fast and easy litter box cleanup? Zero Mess. Try it. You're welcome in advance. Save $2 on World's Best Cat Litter. Visit www.saveonworldsbest.com. Does your dog itch, scratch, stink, or shed like crazy? Come to Dynavite for help. Order a 90-day supply of Dynavite. Dynavite is nutrition. Pick up two bottles of Lico Chops. Get the third bottle free. New improved Lico Chops with omega-3, omega-6, vitamin E. And now, six extra direct-fed microbials. Even better for the digestive tract and immune system. Try Lico Chops. Buy two, get one free. At Dynavite.com. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot oh. com. 
Let's Talk Pets. Let's Talk Pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. <laughs> Welcome back to ER Vet. Today we're talking about winter safety tips on how to keep your dog or your cat safe during the cold, blistery weather. We've already talked about what you should do if your dog lives outside, making sure they have appropriate shelter, that they have access to water that isn't frozen. For you cat owners, please keep your cats inside during the winter when it's snowy and icy outside. Another tip is to make sure that your dog has properly fitting booties on their legs so they can walk outside without those snow crystals or clumps of ice getting stuck in their paw pads. Making sure that you invest in a really good, warm, secure coat so they feel comfortable and it's snug enough and not too loose where they're going to actually urinate on the coat itself. And my last easy tip is to make sure that you wipe their paws before they come into the house. That's because a lot of people will put out different types of ice melter outside. And again, this can be a little bit toxic to dogs. Now, I don't become too, too worried. I don't put them in the bathtub to wash them off completely. I'll literally just get a damp terry cloth to wipe off all their paws before they come into the house. Because if you don't, what can happen is your dog can actually lick excessively on the paws and it can cause a lot of dermal irritation. Now, if you have a dog that likes to eat random poisonous things, you do have to be careful when you have ice melter salt in the garage. It is poisonous when dogs get into the whole container itself. It's usually some type of salt, so magnesium chloride or sodium chloride. And pet safe types of ice melters are just different types of salt. And again, it can cause some vomiting or mild dermal irritation. So thankfully, it's not too poisonous, but you always want to be safe and wipe that product directly off their paws. My next winter safety tip that I always tell people about is it gets dark really early, especially in northern Minnesota. It's dark at about four o'clock. It's dark when I wake up at seven. So I actually like to add a light onto my dog's collar just to make sure when he's running in a dog park, I can see him right away. Or when I have him on a, a longer leash, I can find him in the dark. So again, make sure you know where your dog is or add one of those reflective collars or lights. Another important winter safety tip is if you like to hike outside in the winter or you like to cross-country ski with your dog or skajur with them, it's a fantastic way of exercising your pet. But you want to make sure that you carry water that's not going to freeze for your dog and then you offer it as needed so they don't get dehydrated. I oftentimes in the ER will see a dog that went for a walk with the owner or they went ice fishing. And sometimes if people aren't savvy about ice or frozen lakes or frozen rivers, if they walk in that ice, we've actually had reports where fishermen and their dogs will fall into the icy water. So really important that you make sure that ice is safe before you bring your dog or yourself onto that ice. I have seen dogs develop severe life-threatening hypothermia where their body temperature is only 90 degrees and normal should be 100 to 102 for a dog. And so they can develop this really severe hypothermia when they fall through the ice. Can be really, really dangerous. When in doubt, you want to keep them safe, keep them on a leash or keep them off that ice or that lake just to be on the safe side. My last winter safety tip is limit your dog's time outside. Now, I want you to be active with your pet, 
But in extreme cold, it's a good idea to keep your pet inside. Now, most of us oftentimes will gain an average of one or two pounds during the winter, and your dog probably does too. So if your dog's not getting as much exercise because of the risk of it being super cold and because of the risk of them getting frostbite from being outside, we do want to limit that time outside, especially when it's super, super cold. The exception is heavily coated dogs that have that double coat that love living in cold temperatures. So northern breed dogs like Siberian Huskies, Malamutes, Alaskan sled dogs, Akitas, they love being outside. But otherwise, if your dog doesn't have that thick, heavy double coat, I usually recommend limiting exercise to about 20 minutes to 30 minutes, depending on what the temperature is. I have seen frostbite in dogs, and unfortunately, the places where they typically get it is on the prepuce, on the hind end, sometimes on the tips of the ears. And so you always want to make sure that if it's too cold for you to be outside without gloves or protective clothing on, it's likely too cold for your dog too. So again, if it's less than 15 degrees, really try to keep your exercise to less than 20 to 30 minutes. Another important tip is consider your dog's age. Now, really young dogs or really, really old pets oftentimes have a harder ability to metabolize. And again, they can't keep their body temperature regulated quite as well. So ideally, puppies or really geriatric pets should be only outside for about 10 to 15 minutes in extreme weather. So when in doubt, keep them indoors as much as possible. Of course, the toxicologist in me is going to warn you about the last winter safety tip, antifreeze. You guys probably know this, but it only takes one to two teaspoons to poison a dog from ethylene glycol. Antifreeze, which is concentrated ethylene glycol, typically greater than 90%, is so poisonous that if we don't start the antidote within 8 to 12 hours, it's almost 100% fatal. That's for dogs. For cats... The antidote, which is called Femepizole or 4-MP, has to be started within three hours. Otherwise, it's 100% fatal. So keep in mind that it only takes a tiny amount of antifreeze to cause severe, irreversible kidney failure. One of the reasons why we see more antifreeze poisoning in the winter is because people are using it in their cars or if they have a cabin, they oftentimes will put antifreeze in the toilet so the toilet doesn't freeze in their cabin. I've seen some people who drive to their cabin, they open up their cabin door, the dog has been in the car for several hours, they run straight to the bathroom, drink out of the toilet that has antifreeze, and then they have to drive back to go to an emergency room. Anytime your dog gets into antifreeze or your cat, you have to seek veterinary attention immediately. And again, it's because it's almost 100% fatal without that antidote being started really quickly. What are some of the signs of antifreeze? Well, most of the signs of antifreeze are seen within the first one to two hours. Your pet will act really drunk or excessively thirsty. They may urinate a lot. And that's because of the direct effect of antifreeze. The second stage includes breathing harder, having a racing heart rate. And unfortunately, the third stage of antifreeze is where we see signs of severe kidney failure. We usually measure kidney values based on two tests called BUN and creatinine. And if these are elevated, that's an indicator of kidney failure. Unfortunately, when I see an elevation in these two blood tests, 
it's too late to treat your dog for antifreeze because they've already had significant damage to their kidneys. And short of taking your dog to one of a few places in the United States that actually does hemodialysis, the prognosis is really, really poor. So when in doubt, you want to keep antifreeze tucked away safely. Keep it out of the garage. If you spill any, you want to remove it and clean that area immediately. That's because antifreeze has a sweet taste. And so dogs and cats will drink it. And again, it only takes a tiny amount to result in poisoning. If you think your dog got into antifreeze or your cat drank a tiny amount, when in doubt, get to your veterinarian right away or call the ASPCA Animal Poison Control Center right away just to make sure that you can figure out what to do next. And you can always reach them at 888 888- Four two six four four three five. So what have we learned today? Remember, when it comes to winter safety tips for your dog or your cat, when in doubt, please keep them indoors, especially when the temperature is less than 15 degrees. If they live outside 100% of the time, please make sure they have appropriate shelter, that they have a good hair coat or a jacket, that their water bowl is not frozen. If you are walking your dog in the winter, good for you, but ideally, Try to keep it less than 20 to 30 minutes, especially if it's less than 15 degrees Fahrenheit. And make sure their paw pads and their body is protected. So train them to use booties and also make sure that you put a warm coat on them when the temperature is less than 15 to 20 degrees, especially in those thin coated dogs like Italian greyhounds or greyhounds. When in doubt, if it's too cold for you, it's too cold for your pet. So keep them indoors and keep them safe. Well, that brings us to the end of today's show. Thanks so much for joining us today on Winter Safety Tips. If you have any questions, you can always email me at drjustine at petliferadio.com. You can also find me at drjustinelee.com, on Facebook at drjustinelee, or on Twitter too. With that, we're out of time, and we want to thank Mark Winter, our producer, for making this show possible. Thanks so much for joining us, and we'll see you at the next episode. Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.